Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Liberty Council is seeking relief for additional service members in our case involving Navy SEAL 1 versus Austin. We'll talk about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, we have a massive case ongoing in a federal court in Tampa. We filed it in October 2021. We've had three separate all-day hearings before Judge Stephen Meriday. We have an injunction that we have obtained on behalf of two members of our plaintiffs, Lieutenant Colonel of the United States Marines, a commander of a Navy surface warship. But we also have additional plaintiffs that have deadlines that are coming up very quickly. Some of those are in process where they have to make decisions or face punishment. And we have hundreds and hundreds of people who would be part of our class of military men and women in all six branches of the military, which includes the Space Force as well. And they have these deadlines coming one after another after another, Holly. We just recently filed an additional 22 request for emergency injunctions to protect these individuals. We already have two additional ones pending, so that's 24 pending right now. We really just want Judge Stephen Meriday to do the right thing. He's certainly a conscientious judge and issue the class certification so that we have an injunction that protects every religious accommodation request in all the branches of the military. You know, every military service person has the right to be protected under these COVID shot mandates. And, you know, I was just thinking, Matt, there's been a lot of moving parts, a lot of action in this case. We do have a timeline on our webpage, lc.org forward slash military, where you can follow what's been happening and continuing to happen in this case, because sometimes it just seems like this goes on and on and on. But that's the way courts work. I mean, you're filing things, we're getting decisions back and forth, but we're fighting as hard as we can to protect these military Yeah, and the case is going on in our case, both at the Court of Appeals and at the lower court, and we're continually pressing forward to get the injunction extended to all the members of the military. There's over 24,000 military men and women across all these six branches, and there may be many more than that. And they're at different stages of denial. They're all, they're, they're being denied, then their appeals are being denied, and then when they get their appeal denied, they only have a few days to get the COVID shots. And if they don't get the COVID shots, they'll be placed, for example, in the officer discipline notebook, which would mean an ending of the career, removed from their command or discipline in other ways. In some cases, Holly, many people that are not immersed in this, they don't think about how these people are being abused. But for example, some of these families uh, are more junior and their income, this is shocking to some, their income is such that they're living really in the poverty level. These are men and women who place their lives and their families' uh, life, if you will, by sacrificing what would be a normal life mm-hmm. on the line. They, they're on deployment all over the world and they have barely enough and sometimes under enough to be able to put food on the table to pay rent. Some of those are living on military base housing. In one case, 
there's a family, and there's many of these situations where their religious accommodation request is being denied. They're going to try to process these people out. Part of the punishment is you don't have any place to stay anymore. You can't stay on the military housing. You're not going to get trained, so you're going to be basically stuck in limbo, meaning that they would have to go out and find housing elsewhere. They don't have the money to do that. They don't have enough money to even feed the family. That's not an exaggeration. There's a whole phenomenon. There's a whole group of organizations that are nonprofit organizations that that are designed to help military members put food on the table. And you think, well, they're just getting paid and they should all be fine. Some of these people are deployed in very expensive environments where housing is very expensive. So when the military says, now you, everything will be all right, you get the vax, you can stay in this military housing. You don't, in 30 days or less, you are homeless. And we have people calling, weeping, they don't know where they're going. This is the kind of pressure that they're putting on them. And it's tearing up families. It's causing stress. And if there's any crack within that decision-making where perhaps a spouse just says, go ahead and get the shot, and the, and the other spouse, that's the military member, says no, that causes even more stress. Absolutely. So what it's doing is it's tearing apart families, and it's a complete distraction and this is being perpetrated under the Biden administration. And I think that it is an intentional cleansing of the military. You think about it. It doesn't make sense. Even Hawaii, the most restrictive state or one of the most restrictive states, was the last state in the country to eliminate its mask mandate. So now there's no state in the union that has a mask mandate. Hawaii was the last one. That happened about two weeks ago or so. Then you think about the fact that we now know, and it's been confirmed and admitted by the CDC and others, that these COVID shots are not preventing the transmission of Omicron. So they're not effective. We also know from the data that's come out that these COVID shots are dangerous. They cause a lot of health conditions, including deaths. We not only know that from VAERS, which has a stunning number listed there, but we also know that from the document that was released by the FDA under court order, on March the 1st, where Pfizer's document to the FDA shows 1,291 serious adverse injuries from the Pfizer shot. So they know that. So they're neither safe, nor are they effective. And we're also on the other side of the bubble of Omicron. Every, every instance of COVID, whether it's the wild version, Delta, Omicron, whatever version it is, it has a bell curve, starts off slow in terms of number of infections, rises, has a peak, then they start to go down on the other side. We're way on the other side of Omicron. So when you put all this together, it's neither safe nor effective. We're on the other side of Omicron. All these states are pulling back even their masking mandates. Why is the military still pushing forward with this insanity when they know that it's causing myocarditis, pericarditis, lots of other injuries, miscarriages, undermining morale, hurting military readiness, tearing up families, even causing death. Why are they continuing to push this? Why? Because I think if you go back to 2021 in the confirmation hearings of Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, he mentioned about purging the military. If you go back to 2009 under the Obama-Biden administration, 
you have Janet Napolitano right after her confirmation. She came out with the DHS report, Department of Homeland Security, talking about right-wing extremists in which she included veterans and people who support the Second Amendment. And there was a lot of outcry about that. So under Obama-Biden, they're considering, quote, right-wing domestic extremists, people who support the Second Amendment, as an example, people who are certain veterans, for example. Others uh, with their opinions regarding elections. That was back in 2009. Under Obama-Biden, that's what happened. Under Biden, now you see the same thing happening. And I think the question was back then in 2021, okay, you want to purge the military, how are you going to do it? Right. The liberal media said, well, what's the plan? How are you going to do it? It's a good, good idea, in their view. How are you going to do it? No answer on that. I think this is how they're doing it. And, you know, the military know that. You know, you, I know Biden recently went over and met with some of the military. He bragged that he spent a couple hours with them. You see the pictures. You see the body language. I mean, nobody's, like, coming near him, touching him, interesting facial expressions. Versus you go back and look at President Trump. They were clamoring over each other to touch him, to, to reach out to him, to show their love for him. I mean, Tons of them were in, in a room together. You see the difference between a true leader who loves the military, who sees the importance of having a strong military, and one who doesn't. Yeah, so this is a very serious issue. It's not just a shop mandate as, as, as important and as big as that is. But I think COVID has been used in a lot of different ways. COVID has been used by people like Klaus Schwab. Uh, of the World Economic Forum for the Great Reset as a reason right. for a Great Reset. And Biden's even said that out loud. Yeah, and, I, and <laughs> it's been used to push the global vaccine digital health passports, track, tracking and tracing to restrict your freedom. I think it's being used now to purge the military. There's no other logical explanation why the military is not backing down. But we're not backing down as well. So continue to pray for our case as it continues to move forward. We're working with nearly 1,000 men and women in the military, and that number grows every week. Go to lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776.